everybody. Before we get started, I just wanted to give y'all a quick trigger warning. We talk about some pretty real topics, including suicide, self-harm, about hate crimes. We talk about genocide, very bad legislation, racism, homophobia, transphobia, and gender dysphoria. So we suggest that if these topics will be too much for you at this time, please refrain, protect your peace. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Mental Health Conversations podcast. Today our topic is about mental health for queer folks. My name is Pluto, my pronouns are they, them. My name is Lily, I am a senior at Jordan and I use she, her pronouns. Hi, my name is Nakia, I am also a senior at Jordan High School and I also use she, her pronouns. Hi, I'm Victoria, I'm a senior as well and I use she, her pronouns. Hello, my name is Naima, I'm also a senior and I use she, her pronouns. Okay, to get this started we are going to go around and if comfortable we're going to talk about how we fit into the lgbtq community if at all i'll start off i am non-binary as well as bisexual i identify as pan but i also think sexuality is a very fluid thing i don't think sexuality you have to label yourself out to everyone maybe if it applies to your partner it's probably a good idea to tell them i think labels are open to change but i identify as pan hi i guess lesbian slash unlabeled i am kind of currently questioning my sexuality. I'm an ally. I'm an ally. Speak Valentino. <laughs> I am an ally to the queer community. I okay. just want to start this podcast about coming out and how uh, each of us or each of us who identify as something have come out to other people. I'll start. Like I said, I am non-binary and bisexual. For my mom and my stepdad, who I currently live with, I was never imposed with like heteronormativity. Whenever I was younger, they would always ask if I had a crush on a girl or a boy, it didn't matter. So when I came out as bisexual to them, they weren't surprised to say the least. Yeah. Coming out as trans to my parents was a little bit harder because it meant that they had to change the way they saw me. And also I changed my name. Pluto, unfortunately, is not my birth name, but it will always be my name. Coming out was interesting. My parents were sort of like Pluto's. Like they didn't assume that I would be straight. I wouldn't say it was normalized, but they made it clear that they did not have a problem with it. So, you know, coming out, I didn't see it as like a normal thing. I wanted to be normal. So it was kind of hard for me to accept that I was into girls and so yeah coming out was coming out was kind of difficult but I would say not as difficult with friends people closer to my age I would say because I feel like it was more normalized as I got older with my friend groups so that was nice I agree with Nakia like being surrounded by like gay people really helped me actually Um, (laughs) just like it you know the community that you build but I don't really have like a crazy coming out story or anything just I kind of always just like hinted here and there to my parents as I got older because when I was younger I would always think like wow that girl's really pretty like blah 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 and just like I didn't really I realized it and I kind of just pushed it away you know I was kind of ashamed of it just because of we live in a judeo-christian society and I have very christian grandparents and I just like I had learned that's not normal I probably just think they're pretty that was not the case so just as I got older I I I remember I think a year ago I told my mom I was like there's this girl I liked and my mom just like her face just she was shocked she like stuttered for a second and was like oh okay and I guess that's how I came out to my mom. My sister has always been super accept- like accepting and everything. Um, she was probably the first person I ever told. I never really told her. Well, Addie, 
I'm gay. You know what I mean? I was just kind of like, there's this girl that I think I like, and my sister just nodded her head. And it just kind of went like that. And as I surrounded myself with more gay people and people that were accepting, and as I got older, I experienced it more, and the world has become a lot more accepting of gay people. Anyways, growing up in a more accepting time has made it a lot easier, I think, for it to be casual and not so much of a coming out story of a just, it's part of your identity. You don't even have to present it to everyone. It's just part of who you are. I don't go, I'm this, you know? Like, it's just part of who you are. It feels easier to be around people who understand where you're coming from. We love our allies. We love y'all. But I feel like being able to talk to people around me who are like me is very reassuring. I'm able to see myself in other people. I'm able to understand that I'm not the only one. It's not so isolating. It makes you, like, I, again, like, I talked about, like, the shame of it at first. Just hearing, like, one of my good friends came out, had a girlfriend, which for me, I was, like, one of my first friends who had ever had a girlfriend. I was like, we can do that. You know, like, I was like, wow. (laughs) Having it happen right before my eyes and being like, wow, that could be me was a realization that there is a gay community, you know, and I just had never seen it because I was young and didn't understand, I guess. But I think it it just really helped me grow into acceptance with myself and people that I like, you know. Also, social media helped me in a way, just because, again, social media, like, there's constant information all the time. You're going to find gay people. And because my algorithm <laughs> knows me pretty well, they were like, here's some pretty, pretty ladies. And I was like, wow. <laughs> wow. So, you know, that also It's the way helped. TikTok figured out I was queer in 15 minutes, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before middle school, I had no clue about the LGBTQ community. I knew I liked girls. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know how to place it. As soon as I got to middle school and we had a GSA, I'm like, oh, wow, this is really cool. I'm a really good ally. (laughs) (laughs) Like, really supportive. (laughs) Really, really supportive. And, yeah, I'm gay now. (laughs) Like, growing up, I know that my friends, Victoria, I'm looking at you, would tease me because I only liked boys with like feminine features oh for real (laughs) i because i I was the same way i just wouldn't like i just like hmm that guy has really nice eyelashes like i wasn't trying to be rude i just like at the time i was like she liked me for real it wasn't like me trying to be rude like i'm sorry like young me just didn't know how to handle that i was like community you know sorry sorry yeah that kind of thing like representation is really important i think having that in real life and on screen is really important for queer youth just so we can see ourselves represented so we can have role models i just thinking about like the first time i saw a black gay person i'm like whoa i knew that gay people existed but i had never seen that before i come to later realize that there's like a whole culture around this ballroom culture and it was so amazing to find like these spaces of community where people would come together and just have fun so fun to find that culture and community yeah i found that really interesting and how much of like queer culture came from ballroom culture and it was really helpful for me to see that because when I saw a queer black person for the first time I was like wow that's possible we can do that I thought that was a white people thing you know what is ballroom culture ballroom I'm not sure exactly when it started but I think it's black and Latina people come together and they have a ball you know it's there's also these like houses where 
queer youth have been kicked out of their homes can like stay where there's mothers and fathers, you know, and they compete, they have dance-offs where, you know, that's where it's like voguing came okay. from. It's really cool. It's definitely something you should look into if you're interested. It's, it is so cool to learn about. That is really cool. Yeah, yeah. that's genuinely awesome. Because we don't awesome. learn about queer culture at all. Mm -hmm. at that all. Is also, our founding fathers, a lot of them were gay and no one talks about that. <laughs> And I think most of the talk around LGBTQ plus is about the negatives and not about the joy exactly. and where it comes from and just here and we don't need a reason to we're not, not be. We're, we're humans. There's nothing different. I didn't really choose that. It's just, no. it, I never decided, yes, I like that. Like, I just, if being just, gay is yeah. a choice, choose to be gay. For like, real. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah, so if you're interested in learning about like ballroom culture, the show Pose, I think that's really good. It's kind of traumatic, but there's good and bad in it. But yeah, I think it's really good if you're gonna, if you, wanted to watch it it's on netflix but that sounds really good i wanted to talk about queer representation in shows just like a yeah. little transition yeah. because i would i would love to see more queer representation i think we're getting a lot better at that but the problem is whenever How they're represented oh yeah so many stereotypes so many harmful stereotypes and a lot of characterization of them in a way making them almost like an accessory yeah kind of they're either demonized sexualized and then tower like the straight person's best friend like yeah. an, oh my gay best friend like shut up i was gonna up. say like a token character yeah, yeah okay. it almost feels like they've made it a character trope where certain types of movies are like, oh, we have to put in a gay person and like, have them act a certain way, like fit this mold that's in all the other movies. I think of Kevin, especially from Riverdale, oh, yeah. if y'all remember that, oh, because yes. I would always cringe and I was like, use like pop culture, especially oh they, God, they yeah. misuse AAVE all the time yeah. and they always make the gay characters do that. What really pissed me off about Riverdale was they, they, they acknowledged it. They acknowledged that he was the gay best friend. It was oh, in yeah. the script. Script. And yeah. I'm like, so why are you doing right, it? Why are you writing this? Like, yeah. I mean, it was obviously trash, but like, come on. I could not finish that. I, I, I never it. watched it. I just couldn't. <gasps> Actually, no. Gay Awakening Cheryl, bro. I was like, <laughs> yo, hello. <laughs> and, wait, Antony. I was like, damn, oh. hello. Sorry, just <laughs> had to throw that out there. Anyways, I think when it comes to representation, it should just be a normal character whose part of their identity is just what their sexuality or gender identity yeah, is. Exactly. It shouldn't be their entire thing. And their yeah. only storyline. And their is only storyline. Yeah. And it's their romantic interest. And it's yeah. their entire story is, oh, this guy likes a guy. It's like, yeah. well, also, he, he might play sports. He might like me. Who knows? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's, I don't know. There's yeah. so much more to it. I like the story like Heartstrings or like First Kill. What's Heartstrings? I haven't heard of either. I've heard of First Kill, but I didn't. Heartstrings, I think that's still, I think season two is coming out on Netflix. Do you mean um, Heartstopper? Bruh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. I was like, I know Heartstopper, but I don't know Heart. Heartstrings. I, I love Heartstopper. Heartstopper. Is it good? It's so heartwarming. Is Heartstopper. It, it is. Watch it. It's really cute. It's, yeah, it's adorable. It's so cute. I have the graphic it's based novels. On, it's oh. based on, yeah, based on comics. I have from Alice Oseman. Yeah. I have a lot of her books. I have her graphic novels of Heartstopper. I have Solitaire. I have Loveless. I have a lot of her books. Yeah. I like those shows that like humanize queer people. Yeah. And not just make them into just like some trope. First Kill, that's lesbians, but it got canceled. They keep canceling sapphic shows. It's yeah. so annoying. No, can we talk about that? Every time that there's a, a show where there's a prominent yeah. role is like yeah. queer, people don't like it as much and it does no, worse are, because people are homophobic. Yeah. Or it does just as well and they still cancel it because they people yeah. don't know how to write First Kill, gay first kill was well. really, really popular. Yeah. I loved like, they it. Yeah, First Kill like vampire a vampire love story sapphic vampire love story come on and like people were going to like yeah. that and yeah. they cancel it 
it for no reason. And Netflix and Disney Plus, Willow, I think, that was the name of the show where it was like two sapphic characters who were main characters. Really yeah, Willow. Ugh. I don't know how to describe the it. The Owl House as well. Uh, oh, it's like, um, it's yes, like, I, I love, love her. A kid's I show. love her. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. The, the gay characters are awesome. She's it's great. I love them. I thought that was like yeah. kind of good representation because they didn't make it like she's gay and like yeah. big bold letters. They were just like, oh, she likes girls. And she also has these other interests and all these siblings. And like it wasn't an emphasis on her character, was just that she's gay, you know? And I feel like representation, it's important in society because it's great to see people who are like oh this is okay it's okay to be this way like you're not alone and the whole community for you to figure out that reminds me i don't watch mr beast personally but i know there's this guy like chris who transitioned and everyone on the internet is freaking out like the conservatives are like he's ruining mr beast's channel by transitioning and like saying that it was selfish for chris to transition and now it's not and they're trying to make chris detransition just because they don't like it and they're like i don't hear about that i don't watch mr beast i don't either and i was watching a video about that and i just found it so disgusting and just that i should mention he's speaking of celebrities i kind of wanted to talk about how celebrities are kind of forced to come out yeah yes yeah Speaking of Heartstopper, Kit Connor, he was bullied on the internet for playing a bisexual character, and he wasn't open with his sexuality at the time until one day he posted on Twitter, thanks for making me out myself. And it's honestly terrible to either speculate or say someone is queerbaiting. A person can't exactly queerbait. People don't know what that term means. Yeah. That's for like characters yeah. on in a TV show who are specifically written to do the things that they right. do. Yeah. People are real. Like, yeah. yeah. And they don't owe you their sexuality yeah. just because they're a With, like, Harry Styles? Yeah, that's a huge thing. Like, it's the only thing people ever talk about in, like, will, the general. Yeah, I just think I don't have a problem with Harry Styles particular, but I do have a problem with his fan base in yeah. a way where they act like he's doing some sort of revolutionary thing. Yeah. Like, by wearing a dress and painting his nails, they're like, oh, my God. But many other black creators have done that beforehand, and they don't mention it at all. But then when Harry does it, it's like, oh, my God, this big thing. And you know Little Nas X and Sam Smith are right there. Yeah. Right. There's, like, yeah. gay creators that do that, and then they're like, but Harry's gay and a white man. Mm. It's like, well, mm. there's an actual gay black creator that right. you don't have to speculate about. Right. It's and not he's, put labels onto him. You and know he's I mean? socially acceptable, that's with air quotes, mm-hmm. because not only is he white, mm-hmm. not only is he skinny. Mm-hmm. People um, find him attractive. People find him attractive. Does. And that's, yeah. the, that's what people had a problem with Sam Smith. They were wearing more revealing clothing, and they were more body positive about themselves Mm -hmm. people were body shaming them for it it's horrible and i feel like the only reason they were doing that to them they were both gay and not the the socially acceptable beauty standard i also think people's need to speculate on celebrities sexualities based on their partners a lot of it is by erasure because the thing with kit connor is he had a girlfriend so everybody was like there's no way you could be queer then because you're dating a girl and i feel like that happens a lot with celebrity because they just see them maybe they mostly date women and it's a man and they're like there's no way he can be gay or vice versa i have a personal experience with that i've had a couple boyfriends and stuff and i've had a couple girls be like how do you know that you're gay you have a boyfriend that means you're straight i was like no i still like women i'm just currently with a man that doesn't change my sexuality so i just thought that was not great also there's a lot of biphobia your sexuality isn't what you do it is just it's just what you are it's who you are have y'all seen that the tiktoker who's going around saying they're a trans man while saying they are a lesbian oh yes that's invalidating to both communities Um, i just want to clear the air no you cannot be a lesbian if you're a trans man 
a lesbian is between two non-men and a trans man is a man, therefore not a woman. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like that is common sense, but then I keep seeing people on the internet being, like, saying things like that. I was like, huh. Mm. No, how that, like, contradiction came to place. Like, I don't know. It's so. super invalidating. For both sides. And it's sides. hurtful. Yeah. Speaking of labels, y'all don't exactly do labels. Would y'all like to go first? On, like, why we don't? Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I had crushes on boys before, but the thing is, like, they were, they were more, like, feminine. Like, mm-hmm. interest. Oh. Also, like, just they from an like, outside perspective, I don't want to speak on your experience, you be, be you only ever seemed like interested you know you never pursued and yeah. that's how i was like hmm. you know what i mean i was like it was more so like feminine presenting not like purposefully though i've often gotten told like oh your crushes have baby faces you know it's kind of hard to use labels if i were to label myself it would be lesbian mm-hmm. but it's kind of hard is what i'm saying i would say i've gone back and forth a lot on bi or pan and things like that but at the end of the day i, I was thinking about it and my label only matters to me and my partner because at the end of the day who else is my label affecting no one it's part of me i have brown eyes and it's like someone being like i don't like that you say that you have brown eyes your eyes are actually hazel it's not (laughs) your place to say that you know what i mean and it doesn't affect you so it shouldn't matter so personally i go by the label pan if anyone asks me and if i care to tell them but regardless of that my label shouldn't really mean that much to you because it's just part of who I am. Yeah. Did you want to no. talk about your label, Pluto? Because yeah. I, I bet it's like more difficult having a sexual attraction than a... F- Does that make sense? Like being bi and being uh, non-binary, you know yeah. what I mean? Is that difficult? It can be. Yeah. Because when people think about bisexuality, they think about the bi part where yeah. it's two. The difference between bisexuality and pansexuality is bisexuality is the sexual attraction to more than one gender. Pansexuality is the attraction to someone regardless of gender and being non-binary is i don't identify with a gender but i do prefer masculine terminology and my own my big thing is that i keep wondering to myself would i still be non-binary if i was born a boy Mm. which damn i was born i wish i was born a boy that's weird i think that makes sense wishing that you were born some i don't know sometimes i question that like if i was born a boy like would i have like that's why i sometimes like question my gender because like sometimes i used to call my homeless days and i would dress like which is really bad but i was young i didn't understand i would dress like a boy my mom would be like you look like a little boy and i loved those days like i loved it so i was like but i still don't know to this day i really prefer she her i would not like to be called he him but i was like i really like those days and i like feeling masculine but i also really don't like the idea of being a man i just like personally for me you know what I mean? So I don't yeah. know. That's just like... And while you guys don't prefer labels, I actually prefer my label. I like being able to specifically define what I'm feeling and who I am. I do believe sexuality is fluid. You are allowed to date whoever you want. And... When I was in middle school, there were two people who I was friends with at the time who were going around spreading very toxic, very bad misinformation about both trans and sexuality. One person said, you can't be gender fluid. You have to have body dysmorphia to be trans. What? Yeah, it was a lot of harmful things. I know someone who used to say they were lesbian and they're like, oh, never mind. It was just a phase, which is very harmful. Which is, yeah, that's going back on a stereotype in a bad way. Yeah, it is. And I don't know if I used to believe them. I hope to think I didn't, but I'm very glad to know better now and form some more opinions about myself. I think 
think education and educating yourself and taking the steps to do that and the time and energy to educate yourself about gay people, I think would solve so many of the world's like homophobia problems <laughs> because most of it is just under education or lack of empathy. Speaking of that progress, the progress that we've made, I think that's really, I think that's really cool how much progress that we have made. It's still scary out here, you know, people are still getting hate crimed, but the fact that it's so much better than it was is really inspiring. It gives me a lot of hope. Now, it is still scary out here, this legislation that's being passed. I think as a culture, we've gotten better, you know, emphasize the good things. But I see new parents, like this generation of millennial parents who are like, casual inclusivity, you know, talk about these things. Like if your kid asks you, do women give birth? And it's like, they say, you know, usually it's women, but it can it can be anybody it really just depends on the type of body you have and less about who you are so that gives me a lot of hope for our future mm-hmm. yeah. for real and i hate to say good things about millennials but like it's <laughs> <Yeah>. yeah. <laughs> um, on that note queer politics in the last few years there's been a lot more queer and trans people elected into offices on every level and i'm very excited about that it's very important because they can help us pass more legislation and get more representation yeah and normalization like seeing a politician that you like and being like oh i like that person's politics and then learning after that they have a certain ideology or certain sexuality whatever identification of themselves and learning that they're something that maybe might not have liked like my stepdad he's not like homophobic but it's not like his favorite thing but i was telling him about this one politician he was like oh i didn't know that they were pro like i liked a lot of what you just said but they're also like pro some other like some gay right things which you know which is kind of icky of him but i was like he liked a lot of that stuff he's like i'm actually interested in that and you know this is why i'm like happy happy sharing the story he took the time the education to educate himself on some gay policies and stuff like that and like pro-gay stuff and i just talked to him myself and educated him on my feelings and and he became a lot more accepting i thought that was pretty cool now i know we were focusing on queer joy and stuff but i think we should focus on some anti-lgbtq legislation because it's really important that people know what they are and what's going on with that in florida and in several other places they have a don't say gay bill which basically means that sexuality and gender identity cannot be talked about in public schools between elementary school to high school now. There was an extension in Florida for that. Representation is really important for people, being able to talk about it for people. And then on top of that, teachers can be fired for mentioning it, or they can be fired for mentioning their partners. These don't say gay bills are really scary. Ron Um, DeSantis is scary in general. He plans on running for president, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is terrifying yeah. because I think the difference between him and Donald Trump, like Donald Trump, he's he, worse. Ron yeah, is Ron is so Ron much is worse because so he's smarter. actually he's actually yeah. making things happen. Because Donald Trump just said a lot of he's a more bunch competent of stuff, than Donald. Like, That's the problem. Yeah. It's like he's actually yeah. like competent. He's not smart, Unf- but he's yeah. competent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure you were okay. It's just so bizarre. It's disgusting. It's scary, And and the way that it's going to be enforced, it's going to, like, because if you read the actual bills, it's going to be, it it includes all sexualities, and straight is a sexuality, but... People hate to admit that, though. They're not... I'm I'm normal. I'm not. Yeah, but they're not going (laughs) to... I use he. (laughs) I'm a man. I'm not a hell of a man. I don't do that. I'm a man. I'm a man. That mentally ill Those alphabet people. Oh my God. Um, it's Alphabet Mafia, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh yeah, back to actual politics. <laughs> oh yeah, the way it's going to be enforced, it's going to, oh, yeah. it's going to only be applied to queer people. Yeah. Uh, because they don't think that straight is a sexuality, mm-hmm. and they don't think that cisgender is a type of gender identity. Exactly. <laughs> like. <laughs> 
Yeah. Sometimes it's hard for me to grasp that these people, they genuinely believe the things that they are saying, which is scary because we'll people hate die you from these laws as well. People will hate you without knowing a single thing about you other than the fact that you were gay or other than the fact that you are trans. Mm -hmm. yeah, they people, will hate you yeah. without knowing you. Yeah, people, it's really, really scary. The people were forcing trans kids and even in some cases trans adults to like detransition. Mm -hmm. It's been so, at this point, I can't even believe that these people have good intentions. I can't believe that they do yeah. because it has been proven that uh, gender care. affirming care saves, saves lives. lives. Yeah. And then in Iowa, they're trying to take that away. Yeah. You are asking for the yeah. suicide of teenagers. I'm sorry, I know that's really depressing, Their but it's true. blood They're, will be on your hands. It is mm -hmm. in your hands and it is your responsibility to help those. You want to prevent deaths, right? Clearly, they you don't. don't. Mm -hmm. Clearly. As trans mask person, I want to medically transition. I want to be able to have top surgery. I want to go on testosterone. I want to feel okay in my body. And I don't know how North Carolina will be. We might be passing our own don't say gay bill just because you don't talk about us talk about trans people talk about queer lgbtq people doesn't mean we are going away or that we don't exist at all we're still here we will always be here we're not um, a problem to yeah. fix the we're identity yeah. we're people yeah it's like people have been floating around the idea that they're like literally committing a genocide against trans people they're taking kids out of their homes mm -hmm. and moving them to other homes and the UN specifically outlines that as a form of genocide yeah they're just doing this and there are no consequences for it it's it's really depressing um I'm not sure how to do a segue into yeah. something else, but... We should talk about how, what's the best way to be a good ally. I would just say, like, educating yourself, like... Yeah. And be don't involved in politics. Don't yeah. be one of those people that's like, I don't care about politics. No, yeah. my brother. If you care about me, you care about politics. Yeah, yeah, if you care about anything about gay people in general, you're going to educate yourself because educating yourself is knowledge, and you can use that knowledge to protect the people that you love and care about and vote. Now, a lot yeah. of us are 18. I know you're not yet. On top of educating yourself, when it comes to learning someone's pronouns, when you get it wrong, just correct yourself. Don't be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'll get better at it. Making a big deal out of it is worse than misgendering me. I don't want to be like a circus awkward. animal. It just, yeah. it just makes things more awkward and it force, it kind of like forces them to like say, oh no, it's okay, but it's like... I'm not saying like, it's what? okay. Right. It's not but, okay. Like, what? Just correct yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Just move, move on. on. Don't yourself. Yeah, do, don't uh, make gay jokes, dude. Oh, we should, yeah. Don't like don't if you don't, don't like normalize homophobia. Don't call it gay. It's not yeah. gay. Don't yeah. don't do normalize you know what that homophobia. Means? Don't normalize transphobia. Don't make gay don't. jokes. Don't don't oversexualize gay people. Mm. Also, most importantly, I, yeah, just be an ally. Like, sign petition, sign petitions, vote, do things that will make a change. Yeah. Vocal support, emotional speak, support. Yeah, for gay speak up right. about about these. Stand up to straight people that aren't that are happening. for real. And yeah. stand up to straight people who are saying <laughs> stuff. Don't let them get away with it. You, If you're an ally, you will act as an ally. Forty-five percent of LGBTQ youth has seriously considered attempting suicide in the past year. Twenty-eight percent of LGBTQ plus youth report experiencing homelessness or housing instability at some point in their lives, and those who did had two to four times the odds of reporting depression, anxiety, self-harm, considered suicide, and attempting suicide compared to those with stable housing. 
nearly one in five transgender and non-binary youth has attempted suicide, and LGBTQ youth of, youth of color reported higher rates than their white peers. LGBTQ youth are not inherently prone to suicide risk because of their sexuality or gender identity, but rather placed at a higher risk because of how they are mistreated and stigmatized by society. 93% of transgender and non-binary youth people being denied access to gender-affirming medical care due to state law. 91% of gender and non-binary youth said that they have worried about transgender people being denied access to the bathroom of their gender identity to the state or local laws. 83% of transgender and non-binary youth said that they have worried about transgender people being denied the ability to play sports due to the state or local laws. Nearly half of native indigenous LGBTQ youth have experienced homelessness or housing instability at some point in their life, which is a lot more compared to other races. It was 16% of Asian American slash Pacific Islander youth, 27% of white, 27% of Latinx, 26% of black, and 36% of multiracial LGBTQ youth. 36% of LGBTQ youth reported that they have been physically threatened or harmed due to their sexuality or gender identity. 31% of LGBTQ youth reported that they have been physically threatened or harmed to their sexuality. 37% of transgender non-binary youth have reported that they have physically threatened or harmed due to their gender identity. 14% of LGBTQ plus youth reported that they had slept away from parents or caregivers because they were kicked out or abandoned, with 40% of them reporting they were kicked out or abandoned due to their LGBTQ plus identity. With all this new legislation, we know it's really scary, but there are resources out there with correct information. If you need, like, sex education, Planned Parenthood is a great resource. And we will have a list of resources within the description, so yes. you'll be all good. Thank you, everyone. Bye! Bye. <laughs> no harmonizing this time. <laughs>